Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I thank God for you today. I thank God for you today. There is a word from the Lord today. And if you have your word, please turn with me to the book of Ephesians. This word is exciting. I'm not going to lie to you. I felt like praising God like never before when he was speaking to me because sometimes we take him for granted. But the fact of the matter is, if it was not for the Lord being on our side, we, and I, I know it sounds so cliche-ish, but I must say it to you as the body of Christ because you are the body And I know many of you know what I'm about to say. If it was not for the Lord who was on our side, I really don't know if I would be here. I seriously don't know if I would be here. And you can say the same thing. You don't know what could have happened to you. But this is what we're going to talk about today. Ephesians 2 and 8. Ephesians 2 and 8 says it best. For by grace have you been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. I'm going to go a little further to verse 9. Because this is past, this is this is important too. Not of works that no man should glory. In verse 10, I'm going to keep going. For we are his workmanship created Abahaya. Oh, I'm getting excited already. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works. Which God afore prepared that we should walk in them. Afore meaning ahead of time. Not before, meaning before time, but afore. A-F-O-R-E. Meaning ahead of time. Ahead of time. How much ahead? I like to imagine way before I was here, way before, probably millions of unrecorded years, he thought of us. Today, I just want to call this scandalous grace, scandalous grace. This type of grace is scandalous. I I specifically wanted to use this as the topic to writ for you to think about what I'm talking about today. The word scandal usually has a negative connotation on it. The word scandal usually is used even by its term in a wrong in the wrong way or to denote a naughty act of some sort it usually means there has been some type of breach of contract breach of limitations breach of parameter breach of boundaries there's been some type of breach there's been some type of rules broken for the pleasure of that individual that has broken it. Scandalous. Scandal is usually associated with uh, 
a famous person or celebrity doing some type of adulterous act. Or it could be a married, a well-known married individual that has stepped outside of the parameters of their marriage. And today I want to speak to you about how Jesus, the Lord, has made it up in his mind that he would step outside of the parameters of the law for us. The law, the moral code, to get rid of one sin, it was a lot. We broke the law when we fell. When first man Adam fell, we know that. When second man Adam, Jesus, came on the scene, I know many of you already know where I'm going with this. The devil himself was looking for the manifestation of the Messiah. He did everything he could do through the Pharaoh at that time, through uh, Saul at that particular time, through many others, through he tried to use the those that persecuted Noah and said there's not going to be an ark. You're you're you know you're out of your mind. The, Satan Nimrod, Satan has used so many different people that was not of God to stop the seed of a virgin. Did I did you hear what I said? A seed of a virgin. The seed of Christ dwelling in the virgin. Me saying that sentence sounds oxymoronic when you think about it. How can a virgin carry a human seed? I know we have medicine and all that other type of stuff now, but I'm talking about before all of these different medical practices. Years ago, biblical years ago. <laughs> God did something that has not been done before. He broke the very laws of nature for us. The laws of of nature says that you have to have sexual intercourse to bring about a seed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God in his, his own mindset, his own way of thinking, His own set of rules overpowered the rules of this world. We call it a miracle. He suspended the laws of nature to bring a need in the earth. His name was Jesus. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. It was scandalous. (laughs) Hey, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To release Scandalous grace. As a matter of fact, it was so crazy. Her pregnancy, marriage pregnancy, was so crazy that her own fiance, Joseph, thought about putting her away and just calling everything off. Because as a man, you're thinking, how in the world? She's lying. She gotta be like, how in the world? Can a virgin say that she's pregnant? As a man, you know he he must have been going through some things like she 
must be all her her daggone mind. Some of y'all probably would have had some very colorful words to say. She must have been blank, blank, blank. But the fact of the matter is, it is true. And it was so probably mentally heinous for Joseph. He had to really, really have an angel visit him to tell him this is what it is God really did overshadow her not a derogatory way and bless her by his hand with a human child that is also God in the flesh he said his name shall be called Emmanuel the Prince of Peace, God with us. Whoo, Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Tell somebody today, his name is Jesus. Scandalous grace. Hallelujah. Scandalous grace. He thought it was a scandal in the sense of it being negative. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. The type of scandal we're talking about, it'll make the devil say, it's not fair. (laughs) The devil himself will look at you and say, it's not fair. I lost again. That's why he's trying so hard. He knows that you have the keys even when you don't know that you have the keys to heaven. He knows. So he will attack you. I'm talking about believers that have given their lives to the Lord. He will attack you with full force because he knows that you are God's chosen people. We are God's chosen people. The enemy cannot overtake us. Scandalous grace. Yeah, we go through some things. We have our low points, but watch out, devil, because I'm on my way back from a setback. I'm on my way out of that sunken place. I'm on the rise. I'm on the rise. I I was helping someone yesterday, and I I, uh, went to be a blessing. And um, I was at the airport, Martin State Airport. And um, I couldn't help but look where the airport was. I said, it's in an unusual place. Thank you, Jesus. It's in an unusual place. Usually airports are in a place where there's not any civilization for miles and miles and miles. This particular airport is in the middle of the neighborhood. Of course, you have homes that are about two, literally just a mile down the road. There's houses. And I said, wow, this is amazing. These planes are ascending and descending in an unusual place. And I said, wow, this is really great. And God has brought it back to me. Your blessing 
your rising will sometimes and your in the downfall of your enemies will happen in an unusual place. The place where God found you was unusual. You would have thought that he would have found you in a church. Hey, but he found you on the corner. He found you in the drug house. He found you in a place where you in a crazy house. He may have found you in the hospital through somebody. What I what am I saying? It was not planned. But you were planned on God's agenda. Your deliverance in your mind and in the enemy's mind was not even on his charts. He was expecting you to die. But God, hey God, hallelujah, somehow, some way, your deliverance of cancer came from, a, from an unusual place. Somehow, some way, your deliverance from a really, really toxic relationship came from an unusual place. I was, I was online and I saw somebody post something. They said that they were in a really, really bad relationship with somebody. And six months later, they meet somebody and they get married. But the way that it happened was unusual. But God ordained it to happen that way. Blessings from an unusual place. And they're doing pretty good. I mean... From what I saw, it was like blessing after blessing after blessing. Scandalous, scandalous grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I prophetically speak to someone today. You will not expect what God's about to do, but it's going to seem like it shouldn't happen to you. But God's going to do it anyway. Because, because he's saying favor is not fair. You're favored. Your favorite of God. Hey, God, you are cut above because you love the Lord and you're obedient. The disciples went to Jesus and they asked him, how many times should we forgive someone? He said 70 times seven. 70 times seven. What he was saying was give them grace. Give them more than enough. 70 times 7. Shake it up. Hallelujah. Time after time after time, we mess up. Even those that's in Christ mess up and plan to mess up in the future. But somehow, someway, God don't do God wrong. Because there still is a consequence now. But when you look at it, I'm talking about when you didn't plan on messing up. I'm talking about when it was unplanned. And for those that haven't come into the maturity of Christ yet, that still plan on messing up. Think about the next time you go to that person's house and you're not supposed to be there. Think about how good God's been to you. I'm telling you, it will, it will awaken your convictions. Hey, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't mean to scream like that or shout like that, but I'm just thinking about how good God is. I'm trying to keep my composure while I'm talking. I just want to talk to you about this, but it's so rich. It's so powerful. The woman with the issue of blood seemed like it was a scandal that her faith would make her whole. She wasn't expecting it. She was expecting it, but not the way that it came. She was expecting, in her mind, she would just touch Jesus' 
piece of clothing the way the best way that she could and just get away with it. Jesus called out and said, who touched me? And then she fessed up. She said, yeah, it, it, it was me. I confess it was me, Lord. He said, in this very hour, you're whole from that infirmity. Scandalous grace for him to call someone and say, woman, thou art loosed. Another woman where, where she was tiptoeing. She couldn't, she didn't really have any vision like that because she was so used to looking down. The spirit of infirmity was upon her so heavy. And Jesus called her out and called her forward. Sometimes Jesus will call you out and call you forward for your deliverance. And she called and he called her and she stood straight up. Scandalous of grace. Look at the, 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 the nine lepers, the ten lepers. Nine left and one came back. Jesus told them to go see the priest and one of them get received the revelation that he is the he is the high priest and he came back and hey hallelujah and thanked him scandalous grace look at your life look at your kids how none of them are on drugs how some were but got delivered how some were in jail but now they're out the judge somehow released a, a, a shorter sentence because of good behavior or whatever the case. Or he could have, he or she may have really seen a change in your in your child. And now they're home. It could have been another way. When that bullet hit your car. When that bullet came for you, but somehow it hit it hit you, but you didn't die. Somehow, somehow, some way you you escaped from a crime scene. And you know that you're supposed to, you were supposed to go down with everybody else. But God had mercy on you. I'm not saying not to turn yourself in, but I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking in the spirit realm and I'm seeing God's grace on your life. I see the blood of Jesus all over you. Shake it Oh my God. I heard someone say, God will keep it together until you get it together. Hallelujah. 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 Scandalous grace. Scandalous grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let someone know it wasn't my, I didn't so tell somebody today, whenever you get the chance, just let them know when they when they ask you how in the world did God bless you like this? Tell them you weren't planning on it. It just happened. Isn't that how we're getting a lot of stuff that we're not supposed to? We say, I don't know how it happened, but it just happened. It's the same way. Hey, 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 it's the same way with Jesus. I don't know how it happened, but it just happened. Somehow, some way, I say, God, and I hear the Lord saying it even right now in this hour. He's saying somehow, some way, you're either going to run through that thing or you're going to leap over it in the name of Jesus Christ. He used the psalmist to say, with God, I can run through an army or I, and I can leap through a wall and I can leap over a wall. This thing that you think is impossible is not possible, but God has given you scandalous grace. That's what Paul meant when he said, your grace is sufficient for me. Oh, oh, your grace, your grace, your grace, your grace. Oh, my church choir sang a song a long time ago called, Oh, Your Grace, featuring Jessica Green Morgan. She just 
kept singing it. Oh, your grace, how it's sufficient for me. And the more and more and more I go along in life, I realize it's nothing short of a miracle that I'm here. Nothing short. I've been in car accident after car accident after car accident. I was around shootings, but not in any of them. One time a bullet hit my car. One car accident, the last car accident, real big, bad when I was in those that was that were cleaning up the debris in the tunnel. It's a six-car accident. They looked at me and said, How in the world are you still alive? Hey God, scandalous grace! The only thing I could say to them was God's not through with me yet. Hey God. And you can look throughout 2020, those that had COVID-19 in 2021, as we enter into 2022 and say and declare the same thing, God is not through with me yet. I still got some living to do. I shall not die, but live, 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 live to declare the works of the Lord. Can't die here. I can't lose my vigor here. I can't lose my strength here. This is the place where God has chosen to bless me. Hey, God. I prayed for increase like Jabez. Now here it comes. Hey, God. I asked God to enlarge my territory and look at God. And so did you. He'll do it for you, saints. Because you walk in grace. The grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God is all around you. Don't violate his grace. Protect it. Don't abuse his grace. Be gentle with it. Don't trip over and forget about how good he's been to you. But acknowledge it and thank him and keep running on. Use his grace to get over every stumbling block and let it be a stepping stone let it be a turning point for more in your in your in your destiny path in your purpose path in your victory path it ain't over cuz god said it's not over he said with god i can do it paul made the same declaration he said without god i can do nothing but with god I can do the impossible. All things are possible with God. Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I just wanted to, hallelujah, put a fire under you. As this, as this year comes to come to a close, I want you to thank God that he hasn't allowed you to be buried six feet under without you finishing your purpose in life. Just like evidence is needed in the courtroom to explain a case in its entirety, God has left evidence in our lives that he is a gracious God and that he is a loving and living God. Can't you see that that next breath and that last breath was because of God? That breath that you just breathed just now was because of God, not by happenstance, but because so many years ago, he blew into the earth. And the Bible says that man in Genesis, that man became a living soul. Can't you see that you're breathing on grace and mercy? Can't you see that grace and mercy follows you all the days of your life? Like Psalm 23 declares. 
Can't you see that it's nothing short of a miracle that you're still here, that you weren't wiped out? Can't you see that you are still here in the midst of a stampede? Some of you might have been at that astral world thing and you're not there, but God had you home safe. You might have planned on going, but didn't go. You might have been there and God spared you. Could have been you. I'm praying for those families and the young man. But it could have been you. Could have been me. It could have been anybody. When someone say concert, 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 we just run. A lot of times, men are trying to take someone on a date and vice versa. And we just run. We don't know who's going to be singing or who's going to be rapping until we get there. You could have been there, but God covered you. Maybe you were there and God covered you. God covered you. Scandalous grace. Somebody give God the glory. Somebody give God the praise. Somebody give God what's due to him now, which is the glory and the honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You might be driving and might not be able to clap your hands, but you can say, Lord, hallelujah, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you can't hear and you and you can and somehow you have you're listening to this message. Uh, maybe you can't hear and somehow you're watching this message through through subtitles. You might not be able to hear, but you can wave your hand. You might not be able to see, but you can but you're listening to this message and you can say thank you, Lord. You might not be able to walk. But you can hear and see. And many of us might have all our faculties. You really got something to praise God for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I walked up to someone before. Uh, someone that I was doing a project with a long time ago, years ago, blind man. And I asked him, I said, if I were to pray with you right now, would you receive the healing that God wants to happen from heaven through me to you? He said, I appreciate it, but there's a far better glory that's being worked in this thing that y'all might call an infirmity. He said to him, it's a blessing. Whoo, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's all, you can see, the thing about it is you might be in a really hard place and God's just waiting for you to flip your attitude around. Some of you might be in a really hard place. And God's just waiting for you to look at that thing and see him in it. Then watch the stairs of your deliverance be revealed. Hallelujah. 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 Scandalous grace. Scandalous grace. Scandalous grace. Nothing that I could have earned. Nothing that I could have done. As a matter of fact, God has shown me so much mercy. Mercy means he held back what I should have received. And grace means he's given me something that I did not deserve. Many of us call it God's unmerited favor because we didn't earn it. It wasn't like a merit badge that soldiers get when, they, when they've been faithful in, in, in what they do when, in, 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 in the army or in the, on, on the field to what they've been assigned to. 
if I was to ask many of these celebrities or gospel celebrities, I'm talking about those that worked hard and they'll say to you, I promise you, they'll say, I don't know why God blessed me like this. All I had was my voice. And many of them might say, I had my voice and I had a plan, but God superseded what I had on paper. All I could say is his grace. It, when I look at, the, some of you might be saying right now, when I look at my check, I don't know why I make this much, but because of God's mercy and his grace, he has provided more than I ever could have imagined. Some of you live in palaces, in castles, in different other places in the world, and you're looking outside in your beachfront or wherever, and you're saying, my God, my God, how in the world did I get here? Hey, God, nothing short of God's hand, nothing short of God's grace. I see some of y'all in the spirit walking out of the spirit realm, walking out of the hospital, kind of like wondering how in the world didn't you die? You should have been dead when they pronounced you sick with that disease. The doctors have given up on you, given you six months to live. And here you are, seven years later, seven months later, 12 years later, 16 years later, 27 years later, 35 years later, 70 years later. God is a good God. Whew, Jesus. Not the way that we define good, but he's all good. Literally. He is literally the epitome of good. We have a derivative of good. But God is continually good. Hey, whatever I need, God got it. Whatever you need, God got it. They look at the woman that they supposedly had caught, been caught up in adultery. And I'm closing, I promise. They looked at her. Oh, Jesus. They looked at her and said, Teacher, Rabbi, Rabbi, this woman, she was caught in the very act of adultery. She was caught in the middle of having sex with someone else's spouse. The moral code, the law, the Torah, says she, such a woman, should be stoned. They said, what do you say? He looked at all, Jesus looked at them, didn't even stutter. Stood, stood down, stooped down, the Bible says he stooped down, started right in the ground, stood back up and said to the people, he with that, with, that is without sin. You cast the first stone. Bible says that each and every one of them, from the greatest to the least, from the least to the greatest, walked away, put their stones down. You know why they put their stones down? Because I believe they had a flashback of scandalous grace. 
they did some things, hey, that they know that they should have been stoned for. And Jesus, in all of his beauty and splendor and gentleness, looked at the woman. He looked at her and said, where are your accusers? She looked up and said, Lord, I don't know. I don't know. He said, well, if they don't accuse, I don't condemn you either. Sin no more. The same grace that God had already given those that wanted to stone her was given to her as well. That's why you can't look at other people that are judging you and trying to speak over your life negative things and cry about them. Look past them and say, you don't know how good God has been to me. You don't know my God like I know my God. If you want to stomp on me, leave me alone. I don't need your negative energy and walk away from them because they don't know what God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. They don't know what God is doing for you. My brother, my sister, scandalous. They'll look at you like you're in a scandal. To them, you should be dead based on what you've been through. But God is saying, uh-uh. There's some glory coming out of out of this. We are strengthened by the word, the blood of our te- the blood and the word of our testimony. It's not over, my brother, my sister. This is only the beginning. Scandalous grace, the serpent, and the garden of Eden. You can look at. You can look at what happened that serpent in the garden of Eden you can look at him and say he caused a scandal because Eve was alright Adam was alright so in actuality God gives grace, it is fair. Because they were minding their business. So when you really think about it, the devil is accusing them of what he tempted us to do. He's accusing you of something he has already done. But guess what? The difference is God has given us our innocence back like it never happened. Because God is a just God. He knows where sin originated from. We, Adam and Eve, were not the first ones to sin. Satan was. Lucifer, the fallen one. How? When he disobeyed God. And tried to be like him. And say I'll be like God. And exalt myself. And he tried to make all of heaven. Worship him. As. They did God. Only one third. Of heaven's angels. Out of infinity. Out of an infinite number. Which is a lie. Persuaded. Were, were persuaded. But that's still a lot. But based on the army of God, I'm sure God has a way 
of making up for the difference. Just like he made up for the difference for you. Don't worry about what the naysayers are saying about your purpose. God has it all in his hands. It's scandalous grace. Not in the negative way where one might say, oh, adultery was committed. No, where God broke the parameters to go and reach where you are. That's why we sing that song. It reaches, the blood reaches, can reach the highest mountain and flow to the lowest valley. When we say, oh, the blood, we're really saying, oh, the grace of God, oh, the hand of God, so powerful, can do whatever God wants it to do. Love you. I pray that I said something that's going to really bless you to think about the hand of God that's on your life today. It's not over, my brother and my sister. God's going to come through for you with his scandalous grace. God bless you. Love you. Speak to you soon. Stay tuned for a final word from me, Minister Jamal Petaway. Speak to you soon. God bless you. Jamal here. I pray that something was said to help you today, to help you become the best version of you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you never gave your life to the Lord, I invite you to do so according to Acts 2 and 38. The Lord also said in the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Maybe you were waiting for the right time to give your life to the Lord. There's no other time than right now to take that into consideration and it's easy all you have to do is say Lord I come to you right now asking you to forgive me for every sin that I've ever committed I'm sorry please live within me come into my heart please help me to do right I'm sorry in Jesus name Amen and if you really believe that if you believe that he died on the cross for you that he was buried for you, and that he rose up again on the third day for you, and that he's coming back for you. You are saved. If you make that confession today, you are saved. The next step in your path of salvation is to be baptized in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And to seek the Holy Spirit the indwelling of the Holy Spirit according to Acts chapter 2 where you speak under the utterance of the Holy Spirit. Now don't get it twisted. When you gave your life to Him, if you said that prayer today, the whole, the, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is in you now. But we want you full. Hallelujah. The earnest of the Spirit, full of His glory that he may have his way in your life. And I believe that God wants to do that. No more excuses. No more excuses. Today's your day. Amen. All right. Speak to you soon. God bless.
Hey, everybody. Praise the Lord. I just wanted to share with you to um, check out my book. It's called Justice at the Cross. Justice, the at symbol, the cross. It is available on almost every virtual platform as far as reading books. Um, I believe on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, and um, I believe even uh, Google. You know, um, it's available everywhere. I uh, Apple iBooks is on there as well. Uh, if you have the Kindle, it's on there as well. Um, just type in my name, uh, Jamal Pettaway, and you should see it. You should see Justice at the Cross. I believe it's going to be about 5 to $10, depending on which vendor you choose. But I'm telling you, this book is a poetry book directing your heart back to the cross. You will love it. It's 10 pages uh, long. It's not long at all, but I believe it can be an evangelistic tool for some that may not know the Lord and for some that may not read their Bible. It it could really be an eye opener for them and a reminder for you. God bless and speak to you soon. Enjoy the read. Thank you.